Hello, everybody. My name is Daniel Prince, and I am the host of the Once Bitten podcast. This is a podcast focused on Bitcoin. It's my mission to interview as many people as I can around the different aspects of Bitcoin and help people understand exactly what Bitcoin could mean for them and for their families and for their future. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you so much for listening. Hey guys, welcome to today's show. Really a great show lined up for you with uh, Petek at Radar Rain on Twitter. I hope you've been following her because she has been doing the most incredible piece of art, all focused on Plan B's stock to flow ratio. This is an awesome episode. I really loved it. Uh, first female guest and uh, opportune timing because she had literally finished the artwork today like hours ago, uh, before we, we we started recording this. I hope you enjoy it. it it's brilliant. It really is. I, I want to, before we head into uh, head into the interview, I want to give a, uh, a quick shout out to um, CoinFloor, who are UK-based, Bitcoin only. I've got Obi coming on the show soon. We we had a great interview. Um, I can't wait to, uh, to get that one out there. He's been really kind to uh, support the show and help me uh, grow listenership and um, provided me with uh, my first referral link. So if you head over to, if you're UK based or if you're British expat with uh, a bank account, a correspondence address, get over to coinfloor.co.uk slash bitten and start your auto buy. Pound cost average journey into Bitcoin. Start stacking sats, 5, 10, 15. 30 quid a week, whatever it takes, just start the journey, guys. It's um, y- y- You won't regret it. Uh, let's get on to this interview because I think you're going to love it. And um, thanks, as always, to everybody that's listening and taking part of this. Hey, guys, welcome to today's show. Today's guest is Petek, and uh, she is well known on Twitter for the artwork Genesis that um, she has painstakingly put together this is the the artwork of uh, plan b stock to flow ratio and it's um incredible um i'm surrounded by three co-hosts today who are going to lead off with the questions so um who was going hello first? Hi. hi everyone hi guys it's so <laughs> nice to meet you all hi. hi hi this is so awesome what would you like to ask me uh i'm gonna go first because this question's the first yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did you, well, when did you start art? Like, when did you think it was very... Oh, like like just art in general, you mean? Yeah. When, when did I know that I was interested in it? Oh, wow, that's a good question. I would say, I would say, <laughs> I was just thinking, um, actually... I knew I loved being creative when I was three years old and I was playing with Lego. And I remember what my very, very first thought was. I was like building a Lego house because I used to love making houses. And, Same with and, me. <laughs> really? And, and I used to love making like piggy banks, ha- piggy bank houses out of Lego. I know it's, you know, like where you like slide it down the roof and things like that. And um, I remember my first thought being, "Oh, I'm I'm here to be creative. I'm I'm on this planet to be creative." And then after that, I was painting at school and got really 
you know, always was coming up with ideas. What about you? Do you love painting? I like drawing, but I drawing, draw yes. a lot. <laughs> okay. You've got to up your drawing. Yeah. Okay. Samuel, what's your question? Can you draw Bitcoin? <laughs> well, I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah. That Well, that's exactly what I'm doing right now. But because it's such a, it's not a tangible thing. It's not a physical thing, not like, like dollars are or money, like coins. So you... It's more like I'm painting the energy of it, yeah? Like I imagine it and then I capture what I'm imagining. So when you paint, you can paint whatever you want, whatever you feel, you know? Yeah. But that's a very good question, yeah. And how and about there's yourself? lots of artists who are doing this. Um, where did you get all your products from? And like, how did you get like the moon dust and the... Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, at first, I didn't think it would be possible to get pieces of the moon. I thought that was just a really crazy, wacky idea. (laughs) Um, And that idea just came up while I was like talking with Plan B himself. And and then I contacted a geologist. I contacted a few geologists, actually. And this one guy could could help me with it. And um, I could make sure that they were like certified and recorded pieces, you know, like recorded by geologists. And they had been um, uh, scientifically analyzed and confirmed to be from the moon by certain university laboratories. And the same with the meteorites as well. And then the gold and the silver you can you can buy in a in an art shop. That's a bit more easy to get hold of. But yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Wow. Great questions, guys. Yeah. Really I don't know good. what I'm going to do now. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I think I got now. Okay. Do you want to say uh, good night to Patek? Good night. Good night and bye. Good night, guys. Thank bye. you so much. So bye. lovely to bye. meet you. Bye. Thank you. That is so um, awesome. <laughs> thanks so much. And uh, yeah, you never know. You never know who you might be inspiring, right? That's um, yeah. the great thing about art. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so cool. And I, like, I really didn't expect an audience, but they are so cute and adorable. It's like, and it and it takes the edge off of my nerves. Like, oh well, man, absolutely. The- and yeah, and to, and to take the edge off further, we have to raise a glass for your indeed. Um, <laughs> So here's my pins pins and lemonades, everyone, in the name of being British. (laughs) Cheers, and uh, And, I have a beer. Yeah, the painting's finished in time of the halfening. This this is, um, I mean, at the time of release, uh, it it would have probably already happened, but this is, when when did you exactly finish the painting? Like, literally today. Today I did the final finishing touches on it. So shortly before you... um, you um well before our call here uh i i i was just sat here replying to people like in the dm and it was just it was just incredible <laughs> it's just amazing like i am so amazed like how people are just resonating with it and the awesome messages and 
Yeah, that's that's awesome. I love it. I'm so grateful. Really, so grateful. And what led you down this path? Like, you know, this is. <laughs> and how long has it taken you? Oh God, that's the embarrassing bit. <laughs> It's taken me for bloody ever. <laughs> I mean, I've had I've had some messages going, hashtag, when's this going to end, ever? Like, <laughs> um, no, it's um, it started, yeah, I think I started it in November. Um, but, it, you know, I was like, I mean, Plan B is so relaxed about it. I mean, you could you can hear how relaxed and easygoing he is. You can just tell from his voice, can't you? Um, so he was like in no hurry. And for me, it was like more like, um, it, like I was discovering the layers of the painting as I went along. Because like my other paintings, I can paint them quite quickly, like two weeks, three weeks. But I didn't know what the layers of this painting, how they would function and how to integrate the meteorite and, uh, you know, and, and, and then you reach a point where you've gone so far down the line, you're like, oh, God, if I do one thing wrong now, I have to start all over again. <laughs> is, it, is it a painting to you or is it something more of a... Mm, that's a good question, actually. For me, it is something more... Yeah, it's quite symbolic as well. It's um, it represents w- what's happening in the world right now, and especially not not just in the Bitcoin um, world, which is you know quite like it could be you could see it as a little bubble that other people don't they're not aware of it, but it's also representing what's going on in the world globally, like when it comes to monetary um, monetary policies and economics and capturing this data correlation that Plan B discovered as, as a piece of financial history. So for me, it really is very symbolic of a piece of financial history. And it's like this, this absolute honor to be able to witness that in real time, you know, and like what he discovered is not just it's not just uh, um, uh, uh, relevant or, 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 or groundbreaking in the Bitcoin world. It's it, it, even just amongst economists, it's it's like quite a revelation to discover that the S to F rate of an asset can determine whether it has the qualities to become a monetary unit of exchange globally like that has never been done before that to find that correlation and for it to be so mathematically accurate accurate is phenomenal really Mm. and i mean i don't think any piece of artwork has ever been uh made drawn um (laughs) conceived thought of about a mathematical chart or you know, uh, the, the closest I can think of is perhaps uh, mm. Da Vinci and the, the Vitruvian oh, Man. But, <laughs> Don't but, compare know. me to them, please. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know, do you, do you, do you know what yeah, I mean? I know, it's I know like, what you mean. I, I actually, my background is I've done a hell of a lot of art consulting, and I've I've researched artists all around the world um, from art fairs. Um, 
mostly contemporary and modern like artists um and i've not i've not seen someone do it i've not there's one girl and i'm trying to remember her name right now because she's amazing she is fascinated with mathematics but she doesn't paint charts and i can't remember her name right now i was going to look it up i'm sorry um but i can give it to you later maybe for show notes yeah, absolutely. And, and there's one other guy who, um, his name is Mark Wagner, and he's American, and he, he he doesn't paint, he doesn't paint data charts, but he does these insane collages with um, the the US dollar. Yeah, so he he cuts up the US dollar. So I'm not the only one. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get onto that. <laughs> yeah, we'll get onto that later. But yeah, like the the, the, the data the, for me, I think it's also because um, my mum. I mean, this is so random, really. But my mum was a, a hobby economist, and you'd walk into the house, and there'd be CNN. Uh, going on downstairs and NBC and a ticker symbol going on upstairs really loud blasting through the house she knew all the um, you know the stock trader and um, you know the the hosts of these programs she knew all their names off by heart (laughs) she would have like conversations with the TV and she'd be writing notes down and like really obsessed with economics and also macroeconomics and I always used to have like conversations with her and like when I was younger, I didn't really get on so well with her. And it was like the only thing that I could talk to her about and connect with her. And so she basically taught me about economics and how things relate and connect and have have a, like a knock on effect. And, and now, like back then when I would have these crazy long conversations with her about she would teach me how to read ta trade analysis and and things like that and and i was always in the creative field or you know the media industry and i would be sitting there having these conversations with her wondering why the hell am i talking to my mum about economics it's like not even my my field of work And now it's like this full circle. It's like this beautiful full circle where everything, yeah, now it just all makes sense. And now I understand, oh, I was actually already interested. And now I can bring that sort of abstract discipline into art because it absolutely fascinates me, really does. Like bringing data into, turning it into art and going back to building piggy banks from Lego, like clearly, <laughs> clearly it's in your DNA. I, I somehow. just remembered that because she asked me that. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah." Kids can do kids can do strange things when they ask uh, they adults do. questions. They do. Uh, um, so that that is that's really interesting. The fact that like all of that is now kind of like linking up and making sense to you, and these pennies it are dropping, really is, yeah. or these sats are dropping. Uh, for you. <laughs> the sats are dropping. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and you are now able to um, to grab hold of this. Like so many of us are drawn into it for so many different reasons. But once you once you've got it, there's no letting go of it. I mean, well, I wanted, yeah. I, when I, before I saw Plan B's chart, I there was 
there was this mm, this stuff sort of bubbling within me, you know, <laughs> like deep down. And there was like, because I was already totally into Bitcoin and researching it like a complete nutter. <laughs> uh, and um, so I'd like been doing all this research and then I had this uh, this idea before I saw his stuff. I had this idea. Oh, you know, I'd love to, I'd love to paint that sort of, mm, you know, that moment you bought, you first bought Bitcoin. It's 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 a uh, it's like it's engraved into your into your timeline, into your personal memory diary, in a way. You know, 100%. I mean, everyone, everyone can, can can say, I know where I was when I first did that. Right. And I and you will remember what feelings you had, how exciting or scared or weird it was or confusing. You know, <laughs> maybe it was a big buy and you're like, holy shit. Or, <laughs> or maybe it was just, you know, just a little dip in the. Dip in the blockchain kind of thing, right? But everyone has that like etched into their timeline, and I wanted to paint that for someone. And I was, I was kind of like, because um, I, I love, I love watching trade analysis, you know, videos. While I would watch all that stuff, I'd be like, oh, I'd love to paint this. Like, and all these these uh, trade analysis guys, they have like these amazing like charts going on with their circles and their, you know, the rising wedge and whatnot. And then they do their own stuff in there and it's like starts getting like looking like a geometric yeah, um, concoction of sorts. And I, I thought, oh, I'd love to paint that for one of these geeks right because <laughs> I'm also a geek right <laughs> and and then when I saw his his s to f chart and I understood what else it meant I thought oh my god I want to paint that like it just lit me up I was just like I want to paint this and um yeah I want him to buy it off of me <laughs> <laughs> so how did, how did that negotiation go that was awesome, actually. So I, yeah. Um, no, because I mean, for him, it's just as exciting, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never, I never thought it would become this whole thing. Uh, I never once even imagined that. But he, so I messaged him back then. I think it would have been September, September, August, maybe even. Yeah, I think it was August. Um, and I, I was like, oh, I really want to paint that for you. Just imagine that in your boardroom or your dining room, you know, you know, like an homage, but also I said why I wanted to paint it. <laughs> and he was like, where are you? Let's meet up. Wow. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, and, uh, I'm not going to say where or what, but we did meet up in person. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was just like the most amazing um, brainstorm meeting ever. Like it took about four and a half or five hours that we were like there just chatting like there was no tomorrow. It was ridiculous. And it was fun. It was such fun. 
<laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And, and that's where it was actually his idea. Oh, let's share this with, with the people, mm-hmm. you know, and let's use art as another bridge, another way to get excited about Bitcoin, another angle in on it, you know. That's amazing. And yeah, following the journey has been has been great. So, oh, thank you. Was it at that meeting? I'm sorry that, it's taken so long. <laughs> no, no, no. I've got a question about that. Don't worry. And um, but was it at that meeting? I'm I'm curious now. Mm-hmm. Like, at what point did you? Yeah, let's get some moon rocks. Let's get some meteor showers. Let's get. That you know, was. Is this day one? It did, like, no, you, yeah, it did happen in the meeting. Really? From what I remember. Yeah, yeah, it did happen <laughs> in the meeting. So I, I must have, like, blurted out, um, ah, you know, what, like, I, I, I knew I wanted to, no, that came during that meeting. That came during that meeting. I'm just trying to, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, let's put some meteorite on it. Like, because <laughs> I wanted to infuse the painting with, um, with that energy that the Bitcoin community is so excited about because this whole, you know, Bitcoin, that invention itself, the blockchain, that the, the intangible of it, and also the, mm, the decentralized, all those, all those aspects. And when you look at the branding of lots of other cryptocurrencies, not necessarily Bitcoin actually, but um, they are all to the moon, you know, the lingo is like to the moon or, or the branding is very, um, you know, uh, cosmic, isn't it? It's like stars, cosmic planets, outer world lead into galactic. <laughs> um, it's so um, intangible that it almost, it's as if it came from the universe. It's as if it came from the universe. And on an on a energetic, when you look at it from an energetic point of view, because I, I, I actually also do ener- energy coaching, a, a little known fact. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm an energy practitioner as well. And um, that's also when I uh, – so I'm, like, going off on a tangent Please here, do. But, yeah. yeah. Please <laughs> go there. Tangents everywhere. Yeah, we're, we're in a rabbit hole. I love it. <laughs> oh, it is a rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, and this is just one of them. Like the art one is also just one of them. And because it feels so outerworldly and off this planet, um, and that's also the vibe you get. And it's been like that for ages. It's not in, in, amongst the Twitter, um, crypto Twitter and Bitcoin community. That's that notion has been like that for ages. It's not just a fad. So when we're talking about the energy, what I, when I paint, I, I, I basically put my ego, my identity, Patek, I put, I put that all to the side. Like that has to go to the side. Otherwise it just won't flow, you know? And then what I do is I just allow my body, this sounds funny, <laughs> but a lot of artists do this actually. Mm-hmm. Quite quite a few artists have spoken about this. Um, I but I do it very consciously. I connect to this other dimension, and I tune in. I tune into the energy of Bitcoin. I go, hey Bitcoin, you know, to, I, I become aware of what does that energy feel like, and I ask it 
to flow through me and just use my body as a vessel and what would it like to become on the canvas like just flow through me just flow through me yeah that's that's mind-blowing and (laughs) if you're in that state and holding mm-hmm. a piece of rock or a piece of dust mm-hmm. that's come from mm-hmm. outer space or the actual moon, mm-hmm. what can that do to a person? That's well, when I first when I first received that piece of moon rock, man, I, honestly, I was shaking. I was really, I was shaking. I know, like not everyone will understand that, but. But I mean, hello, the moon is like it's in fairy tales. It's like in our DNA in a way. Well, it is in our DNA. We we are made of stardust, um, <laughs> um, but it's 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 in it's so mystical and it's always there. It's always accompanying us, but it's so unattainable, you know. Apart from the few astronauts who have been there, um, it, it's in fairy tales and stories, and you know, it can pull the ocean. Oh, that's how powerful it is. Like, that's incredible. So when I first held it, when I, I, I honestly, I was just, oh, my God, I am holding a piece of the moon in my hand. That is just, I can't believe this. It was, and it was extremely humbling. It was, ah, oh, you know, I, like, I'm feeling it now again. I was just so humbled. And I just was like, oh, Wow. Thank you, Moon. Thank you for coming to Earth. <laughs> so that piece of that's the only other way of getting um, real moon rock, and and it just went in at the right angle, and then it gets found by someone who knows how to recognise it, and so that's all very very small chances of happening. Um, and I mean, NASA are the other guys who who collected it, and they only give it out to universities for scientific analysis <laughs> but i would like to get some nasa pieces as well one day so how did you get it uh, I, 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 I got it from a geologist i got it from a geologist right yeah yeah and he could then tell me which university approved uh, confirmed that it was moon rock um you don't know when it was when it fell. Some meteorites, you know when when they fell because they were observed, and then people run there and collect it. And usually, it's from deserts, um, you know, like Morocco and also Chile and other places like big deserts. And there are people who make a living from trying to find meteorites, you know. And then it gets passed up the 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 chain so to speak and but it has to be approved has to be officially approved and then each meteorite uh, so this would be a lunar meteorite is um recorded and it gets a name and it everything everything is uh on a database what was the name of your piece do you know um uh, oh, it doesn't. It gets a number. It gets oh, a, right. like a number. I, I don't know the number right now. But six four three two, two eight five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got two different types. One is um, breccia regolith, and the other one is feldspathic breccia. Weird words. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but collectors, w- collectors of moon rock, will will understand that. 
Maybe it was piece 21 million. Yeah. Oh, I wanted I wanted a meteorite that fell in 2009. Uh, right. I a meteorite. Oh, yes. man, I've, I haven't found one yet. Like, that will be the day. Yeah. Right. So now I want to get on to the question of, but yeah. first of all, the geologist that mm-hmm. sold you this, sold you or gave you, I don't know, I'm assuming sold. Sold, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll leave the listeners hanging. They can make a price up in their mm-hmm. own heads for, for how much you might have paid for mm-hmm. a piece of moon rock. Um, did he or she have any yeah. idea what it was going towards or did they just think it's going to sit on your mantelpiece? Actually, I need to update him. Thanks for the reminder. The poor <laughs> chap still doesn't know what's happened to it. No. <laughs> no, no, he does know that I wanted it for art. He knows right. that. Um, and he did get some pictures of it, like in, like medium phase in, in the making of, but he, I, I didn't tell him that it was for Bitcoin. Um but I, I'm going to let him in on the secret now. Yeah. yeah. He may have been following you on Twitter and... Um, who knows? Who knows? And yeah, yeah well... But I, be- have, I have had to secure a certain amount with him. I mean, look, it's, it's not, you know, it's not unattainable. It's, it's you know, it, depending on... I mean, I've only used small amounts and, yeah, it's expensive, but it's totally, you know, someone who wants to spend a couple of hundred euros on something like that can buy moon rock but um they if they've got a big piece they won't break it down Mm -hmm. and then that big piece is very expensive they're not going to break it down they're going to sell it as it is so i've had to uh, secure a certain amount of small pieces enough for a certain amount of these paintings that i'm going to paint like a, a set series in a way Right, and but each one of them is going to be completely different and unique in its own way. Yeah, yeah. Each one is is actually tailored to the the owner, the the respective owner. And you allowed Um, to say how many people have uh, are in the queue, so to speak? I've got more. I've got more um, inquiries than spots available. So I'm I'm. I'm quite sure I'm going to cap it at 12 mm-hmm. because I, like I've said before, I, I, I don't want to be the S to F girl. Right. There's other things to paint as well. And also other things in the Bitcoin space and, you know, economic data and whatnot. And also uh, like plan B, he, like, so one of the people who has commissioned me, he has, he has asked for the nonce pattern, um, okay. from plan B. Um, the nonce pattern is, um, it's like a visual representation of the mining that's going on. I think I have to, I have to look into it again and wrap my head around it, but I haven't gotten to that commission yet. The question that guy had was, do you think you can do it? And I actually said to him for, for about three or four weeks, I said to him, I don't think I'm the right person for it. That that is a nuts piece of data. <laughs> it really is. It's it's crazy. Have you ever seen it? I have not. Um, I have not. No. Um, yeah, it's, uh... it's it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, but the 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 con the visual content on it is it's crazy. 
Um, but it's got these beautiful gradients of colors going on and they're made up of all like individual data points. And I was like, I'm, I'm really not the right person to do that. So, but thanks for approaching. And then it just wouldn't leave me, you know, that, that question, can you do the nonce pattern? And then eventually I thought, I think I, I think I know how to do it. I think I've got an idea of how to do it and I'd do it differently I'd sort of use a little trick um which uh, there's no need to explain it now it's just a technical way of doing visually painting it um and so I I didn't well I showed him a little excerpt well example in my studio of how I think I could do it and then he went yeah okay let's do it I'm like, yeah, okay. So, so one one guy is getting the nonce pattern. Mm-hmm. So that's quite exciting. So that it's already evolving. It's already evolving. And one other guy has said he actually first got in touch and said wanted the S to F um, piece. And then we we were exchanging messages, and he was like showing me what he was inspired by, and you know, I was like because it it really does become a, a journey together when when you commission a piece it's not like you say oh can you paint this please and then and then that's it and then when it's ready i'll contact you it's it's a it's a actually a very personal to together journey and it like i said it's all tailored to that person um like um well i'll tell you in a minute but anyway that that guy he was like oh you know what I, I actually just want you to paint whatever you want for my space, whatever you want. And these are the colors I like. And that's it. That's the brief. That's it. And I was like, wow, wow. What an honor, you know, like that is also awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. But, a huge amount of trust in your abilities. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful. And it's, it's, uh, you know, like, Maybe many years ago that would have scared me, but now I'm just like, oh, thank you so much. Like, that is so trusting. But then that is when you get the best results. That is when you get the best results. Um, Because, again, I then connect. I connect to the energy of the person. That's very important. And I connect. I I ask the person to send me uh, a picture of the space or the wall they want to hang it in. If they don't want to do it, that's okay. Then I ask them, what are your favorite colors? Or if they have no opinion about that, or if they don't want to give me guidance on that, then I just ask them, okay, what got you excited about Bitcoin? Like what uh, what, um, angle? Because there's all these different rabbit holes about Bitcoin, isn't there? like and different values and different cultural implications and aspects like so someone one of them is all about you know fuck the banks and 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 then someone else is all about the technical side of it or the math so plan b is really into the maths and so um with him like the 56 grams of meteorite are on the canvas and 56 is the stock to flow rate of bitcoin now at the after the this hardening so it's exactly 56 grams of meteorite that are around all the craters the big data 
point craters. Wow. So I'm infusing, I'm infusing the, 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 the maths into the painting as well, because the energy of Bitcoin is also in the formula, in the, in the, in the um, algorithm, as well as the stop to flow chart maths and formula. Um, so I like to play around with the, the maths, but then each person, like someone is really interested in, well, I can tell you what the titles are, of the, the ones where we know what the titles are. Um, mm. <laughs> so there's Genesis. Then there's The Fourth Turning. Have you heard about The Fourth nice. Turning? Yes. Yeah, Strauss and Howe. Mm-hmm. I love that book. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, amazing. Yeah. So that was important to that owner, um, that, you know, that shift that's happening uh, amongst the generations Mm -hmm. uh, and how Bitcoin is capturing or represents that as well. And that's going to be a very vibrant piece. Like it's actually already halfway done and the colors are super vibrant. It's like a punchy purple and a glowing red. Totally different. And also slightly different in its structure. The textures are much thicker and heavier. <laughs> then the next one is the Dawn of Freedom. Um, it's going to be beautiful colors, beautiful colors. But see, that's also the, the person who owns that one. He's American. So that's very meaningful. We're going to tie the colors into sort of history of, of America. But this is like the new history in a way, you know. And then... Um, there's the dark side of the moon. <laughs> Perfect. That one's going to be just sexy charcoal, you know, like with some right, punchy, yeah. punchy like neons in it. Very, very thin neon. Um, I mean, really, they're going to be very different. Um, yeah. And then one of them's sound money. And I haven't got color palette for that, but more like a concept rather. And then another one is on the brink of bailout. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, so everyone is so different. And then there, there's this, that's why I can't, I can't paint the stock to flow top forever, but they all have to be different enough. And then, you know, I think after 12, 12 of them, I think is kind of my max. Yeah. <laughs> Will we get to see all 12 or are some going to stay completely private? Or well, you do you not know, know yet? Like those who want to own up to it, they can, you know, that's their choice. But, um, yeah, I will show them. I will show them um, anonymously um, from their owner. Um, And But also each one's going to have like a series of limited edition prints. So even the next ones, let's say this, the Genesis one is like maybe not your color palette, um, I mean, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. iconic. It's the first one. It's the one that Plan B has. But then, if someone really loves purple and red, or something punchy, or something dark, and you know, then there'll be a limited edition prints of, of that. That's just so it's a bit more, uh, wow. uh, you know, for those who can't afford an original, that they can still enjoy it. You know, yeah. So. I want to talk about mm. art mm-hmm. now, and um, there is uh, in um, the Bitcoin Standard by Seyfedin Amous, <laughs> he brings up uh, an argument about, um, well, a fiat music, a fiat diet, um, a fiat economy, obviously, and um, fiat art. 
Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wondered what your thoughts as an artist about that was with um, concerns uh, around modern art. It's like uh, directed at mm-hmm. modern art. And we've since had a banana taped to a wall in a uh, in an oh, art yeah. gallery um, <laughs> to, pro- to kind of prove the point well. of fiat art. But how do you, like, what you're mm-hmm. doing is com- the complete opposite. Like, you know, th- this is not fiat art. No. This is This is artwork that is taking... I don't know how many hundreds or thousands of hours oh, you're putting into to these yeah. pieces. <laughs> the next ones, <laughs> let me just, just for the record, the next ones will not take this long because I'm not making videos. I'm not like, um, I know the layers now, um, but like the video editing, it did my nutting, honestly. And I enjoyed it, but it was so <laughs> difficult for me. It was so difficult. <laughs> And then I had all this new, this whole new le- like level of respect for video editors. And I just thought, my gosh, you've got to love this job. You've got to have a patience of angels to do it. But yeah, that's, yeah, the next ones won't take that long. But sorry, back to your fiat art thing. What? what... Yes. What, what, were your, what are your thoughts around um, that kind of, um, you know, in the field of artwork today <laughs> and modern art? And what, what, are, what are your thoughts on that? The banana on the wall thing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, well, see, I just think. I mean, it, it, it does. It does. I, oh, okay, there's like a hundred million things going on in my head now, right? Because because part of me is like perturbed about calling that art, but at the same time, I think, well, good on that person. If they if they get away with it, then who have they fooled? Are they being the idiot, or is everyone who's taking that artist serious being the idiot? You know, and um, oh, one of my favourite sort of postmodern artists would be Joseph Boyce. Joseph Boyce, he was like a German artist. He fooled the art critics like you have no idea. He just wound them round his little finger and he told them tales and lies, all sorts of stories about how he like landed in some, was it Czech or Hungarian, like he like crash landed in a field and then people f- looked after him with, they, they oh, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> so, um, but he would tell all these crazy stories and then that would be attached to his artwork and his art is like worth, you know, hundreds of thousands of euros and millions even. And it's like a piece of, it's a piece of fat. Or one, one of his pieces was um, a bathtub, an old bathtub coated in fat, just smothered in fat or Vaseline, and then one day a museum janitor, like he saw this dirty bathtub, and he was like, "Oh dear, that's such a mess. Better clean that up." <laughs> so he cleaned it. <laughs> he ruined this piece of artwork. <laughs> he ruined it forever. <laughs> so things like that, I think, are, I think it's funny, you know. And those people like. You don't have to take it serious, but like art, art is there to create debate. Really, really, and the best art creates debate. And I, I mean, I'm not saying that. 
like I I touched on that recently when I did, did the shredding of the dollars. Oh crikey! Let's get into that oh, God. because for those that didn't see it, those Sacrilege. that didn't see the video, I got to tell you, watching that, it was watching weird that was it. weird, <laughs> really weird. I. I was oh, like God. almost begging you not to I do know. it. I'm like, no, 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 you can't do it. Oh, it was God. like watching some kind of it horror movie. It felt so wrong. But that's the power it has over us. Yeah, it's not exactly. Even my I was just going to say, like, for you to even feel <clears throat> so like the- that, and it's not even your mm-hmm. currency, for you to feel mm-hmm. that strongly about that, what does that already say? Mm-hmm. Like, that's wow. But, uh, you know, it's not. It's- we have been tricked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Now, isn't that interesting? And that's your awareness mm-hmm. tapping into mm-hmm. the, the lies behind it all, backed by nothing. Backed by nothing, mm-hmm. yet so symbolically powerful that you have some really strong reaction over it or other people, even stronger reaction. I mean, the reaction – I mean, I didn't take the video down from my feed, but Plan B had to take it down because the reactions were just too crazy. It was, it was. Wow. Yeah. And listeners, oh. I'm, to, to fill you in, if you haven't seen this, um, oh, so, so Petek, oh. she, go, go find, go find the video on Twitter. Um, yeah, it's on my, it's on my media it, timeline. It's, yeah. I, I, will, no. I will let you, it's, I will let you ridiculous. explain so, what you did. No, and also I must say like for me, like, okay, so there's this video and because I'm like, okay, I'm painting this stock to flow chart and what else that is really awesome can I put on there that really captures what's going on and what what the data is saying in this chart? And there's the market cap lines, right? The market cap lines on the left, 1,000, 10,000, 100,000, a million. Um, and I just was – and U.S. dollars – denominated in US dollars and I was like oh my god I would love to put some US dollars on here right (laughs) you know like infuse it again infuse it with the energy and in this case I'm infusing it that market cap line that trajectory that's in a way it's the weakness of the dollar that it's the how it's a it's that it's that push and pull between the weak energy of the dollar, the more it gets printed, the weaker it becomes, or so is the theory. To me, if I tap into the US dollar energetically, that's what it feels like. And when I tap into, like, energetically, when I tap into the energy of Bitcoin, like right now, man, it's just strengthening. And what happened recently, um, you know, just before this whole corona shit show went down um sorry that's what i'm calling it (laughs) that's what it is right um just before that all happened bitcoin crashed well in the eyes of many other people it it just plummeted right um i forget the exact uh percentage do you know uh but anyway not percentage wise, but we went from almost eleven thousand dollars down to like three, three and a half, and a half yeah. thousand dollars, I mean, something like that. Eleven to yep. eight for a while, and then from eight down to yeah, and and that was like oh my mm-hmm. god, right? You know, brief paranoia, <laughs> um, fudge, and 
And what that did is it just, all it did, it just shook all the weak hands out. It just shook the, the people out who were in it for a quick buck and the people who really didn't understand the ethos of Bitcoin, what it what it stands for, what it can do for you, um, uh, you know, and so on. It it shook them all out, and I was like, brilliant, right? I was like, yes. And now everyone who's come in, and some of them will be people who've sold their stocks from the plummeting stock market. They needed time. They needed time to come over. They needed to ask someone. Hey, how does this Bitcoin thing work? How the hell do I buy it? Can you help me with this? That's you can't do that in a day. Um, so they needed time, and so now they've come in, and they are also noobs, I guess. Maybe some of them, I don't know, but at least they're in it for the right reasons, right? Because they've lost faith in everything else. That's just mine. Anyway, so where was I? We were talking about that energy thing. Oh, the dollars. Sorry. See, this. I'll just like go off on tangents, don't I? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's just so exciting. So there's all these different things that, you know, oh, I love it. I just love it. <laughs> shredding. So shredding, shredding the dollar bill. The this this the pins, is what Dan. you did. You, you hung it. It's the, it's the, yeah. second, <laughs> it's the hung, second alcoholic yeah. drink I've had during the whole lockdown day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you deserved it. Oh, it's, uh, you know, the day of Tell completion. You what, I love a good pins. So, <laughs> Shredding. You've, you've, got, you've, got, you've got the dollar bill dangling oh, over God, the shredding yeah. machine. Okay, back to that. Yeah, so, and mm. in it goes. Oh, God, in it goes. Honestly, I felt like I was doing something i mean it felt wrong and bad and naughty and yeah it's illegal <laughs> so but that's not really why it felt so wrong that's that's not why it felt wrong it felt wrong because it's such a strong cultural symbol that's why it felt so wrong and you know for me to do something like that is just completely, well, I was going to say it's out of nature, but I guess I've always had a rebellious, slightly rebellious streak in me, but <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it was weird. It was really weird. It was a very weird and extremely liberating feeling. Oh, my God. Wow. You just feel like, whew, you know, wow, this is very liberating. <laughs> It's very empowering feeling. It's weird. Wow. I don't know how else to explain it. And what it. did you so so once you've got the shredded um mm. pieces of dollar bill, mm. how did you incorporate that into the artwork? Yeah. Um oh yeah. Or dollar bills, excuse yeah, me. How yeah, did yeah. you how many did you shred? So I shredded ten in total. You, ten, you can't see it in the video. Ten grand. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> um, um, but, but yeah, I mean, I hardly, uh, what do you call it? Deflated the currency, you know, I'm, no, so 10 I'm bucks. hardly a threat you, you, to the You Fed. destroyed 10 bucks as they created six yeah. and a half trillion. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. And, um, so I, yeah, I did $10 because, because it's always power to the 10 that the market cap line increases. That's why. Mm-hmm. 
And what, then how did you incorporate the, the oh, shredded pieces uh, of... into... So there's this trajectory line where the... You know mm-hmm. where the Bitcoin data points like sort of hovers around and climbs up the, the trajectory towards the gold data point and past it? Mm-hmm. Um, that, that line, I had made a groove in the paint and texture with a placeholder. And so that when the texture would be finished... I could take that placeholder out. It was like a not mask. It was like a plastic tape, and then I take it out, and then I've got a deep groove amongst the texture. And into that groove, I've sort of quite painstakingly actually um, cut and collaged these pieces in there. And I don't. Did you see the pictures that I posted today? The the yes. detail shots. So one yes. one detail is the state of America, <laughs> and you know that's just my little play on you know what's going on instead of the United the state of America. States. Yeah. You know, yeah. But that's that's what we're here for. Yes, as artists, <laughs> to inspire people and challenge debate and things like that. But man, that video just was. The, the, the energy of the responses on it was crazy. It was, it was actually intense. And some of it was malicious. And I'm just like, wow, this is so interesting how strong people's reactions is. And I totally understand why. I understand why. But to actually experience those reactions was a whole different thing, definitely. And I, but I fully respect people's different views on that and why they might be offended by it. I totally get that. Um, but Plan B, he, he retweeted and then took it down just yeah, because he... Yeah, he had to take it down got... real quick. Yeah. Wow. Because he's got much, and much more is, followers you, than me. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, he's anonymous as well. It's mm. not like, um, you know, even a personal attack. Mm. It's not like, yeah. he, you know, he's his company's asked him to take it down because no, no. you know it's- no it was just it was just it was because of the energy it was because of the different mm. it was very polarizing so i think that's the best way to choose. it mm-hmm. was extremely polarizing but i understand why and but what's interesting is this is the interesting bit like when people see the dollars on the artwork when they see the dollar the shredded up dollars they they're clearly destroyed dollars when they see it on the artwork, they go, oh, wow, that's beautiful. But when they see me actually destroying the dollar, it's a completely offensive thing for, for, for most people. For, for the anarchists, it was like, woohoo, right? Here we go. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So when they see you actually doing it, that's, um, yeah. But what, like, and then people had opinions about what I should be doing with, my money i mean it's my money like like aren't isn't everyone entitled to do what they want with their money well apparently not yeah and then then you start thinking of then you go into freedom of speech and all that stuff so it's okay for me to like waste my money on on you know Mm -hmm. 10 cheeseburgers or whatever it is (laughs) Or whatever like nobody's going to have an opinion about that but if i shred up and it was only four dollars in the video four d- right yeah yeah that's crazy yeah it's just uh, you know anybody should go and watch it it's uh, and see 
see how it makes you feel, but yeah. don't direct any bad energy towards Patek, please. Um, it's uh, well, I mean, if, that, if someone does direct bad energy, then that's actually something that just reflects their own inner conflict. To be honest, mm. I'm not going to take it personally. Um, but still, don't do it, people. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, but it's the cultural, the cultural symbolism, um, the difference between. It's 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 as symbolic as a flag. It really is. Mm. Uh, uh, the cultural symbolism of money is so powerful, mm-hmm. and yet the dollar is backed by nothing. Really, it's just an empty promise. I just find that fascinating, and it yeah, I find that fascinating. <laughs> so, last last topic mm-hmm. that um, I want to discuss. Um, well, I could go on all night, yeah, but um, we've definitely got to start winding things up. I love but, chatting um, with you. We, we spoke. <laughs> Thank you. We we talked about um, some kind of scam that oh, right. uh, was directed oh, your way. Yeah. Some kind of um, so like we, we you know on on the subject of bad energy. Mm. Uh, what what happened and what can yeah. you? warn people about oh well this is a good opportunity to warn people about this because i think you know scammers will be scammers right and i don't know how this guy found me um i don't know but he obviously maybe through twitter he knew i was into bitcoin and and he uh, approaches me and he says oh he's representing his like he wants to buy an original. Okay, like it's not the first time I've heard that. So, um, and then I'm like, okay, hi. And he's like, yeah, my I'm representing my Russian client. <laughs> right. And then he spends like his super rich multimillionaire Russian client who's so busy that he can't, you know, like super busy. And he's, he's basically putting this, he's putting a new collection uh together um um, some of it bitcoin art i don't really forget what else but he was like saying yeah we're putting a very big significant contemporary collection together and we've already secured locations around the world where we're going to be exhibiting it in two years time one and a half to two years time and we want i mean he played it big, hey, like proper big. He wasn't like, oh, I want to buy one painting off of you. He started off like that. And then he proceeded to like groom me for two weeks. Yep. And it was long conversations and it was always, I'm in a hurry. I can only talk then. And he was so busy. And, but at the same time, oh, we love your work. Um, my client wants to meet you in person in Paris. Uh, when can you come here can you come here this weekend i was like sorry um no i've got no time this weekend sorry <laughs> yeah. so i was like you know I'm painting moon uh, yeah. plan, but- <laughs> i was like i don't care how freaking rich your your russian client is i'm not gonna travel halfway around the world this weekend just because you snap your fingers ain't gonna happen like <laughs> um <laughs> But it was just the whole story was so preposterous. But he did it. He built it up slowly and gradually and quite well. And he also, he knew, he knew art speak. He knew the art scene. He he knew 
um, how to talk to people when because uh, I've done art, a lot of art consulting, he, he, he knew things about the high-end art scene that you wouldn't normally know. Um, so he had done his due diligence, right? He'd really done his research. He, he, he knew the language and the lingo of that world and also how, how those gallerists function. Like, you can't just buy something. You can't just buy... Um, you know, something off of a famous painter, like you have to go through the hoops. But they were saying, oh, we're building this very contemporary collection. So then he comes back to me like a week later and he goes, you know what? My client wants um, a whole gallery, a whole a whole room full of your work. How long do you need to paint it? I was like, what? <laughs> well, we'll put a contract in place it will be a proper legal document. So he was, he, you know, he sounded posh and French. Uh, <laughs> he, you know, talked like an investor as well. And he was like, we'll, we'll put a legally, legal document together with proper, with proper lawyers and all that. And you, you have to then commit to painting a certain number of paintings over a certain period of time. And we will then release the, the installments accordingly. And we'll agree all that in paper, in contract. Um, and then, and I'm like, uh-huh, okay. And then he wants me to put a presentation together. I mean, it really was elaborate. So he, they then, what they then do is they then get you to put your time and effort into it. And they, they, they flash the, the, the dollar signs or the euro signs in front of you. Ching, 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 right? And, and they say, oh, what would it cost to have, what was it? I think it was eight really big pieces, really like two meter by four meter pieces kind of thing. What would that cost? Like a whole giant big room full of this. And I was like, uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but by that time I was like getting, hang on a minute. And then, and then um, I noticed that when the conversation never, like whenever the conversation went down, when I would like put my awareness there as a sort of check, checking system, when I would question him in more detail, he'd start getting passive aggressive. And that for me was red flags. Yeah. Um, and so whenever it didn't go his way, he, he'd get, passive aggressive and he wanted he wanted me to get on a plane and meet him in Monaco <laughs> and then he wanted to give me a, a bag full of what was it a down payment of 150,000 euros in cash <laughs> in a freaking bag <laughs> and I was like I'm sorry I'm not doing that there's <laughs> not a child I was like uh why do you want to pay in cash? Oh, that has to be like that because my client this, my client that, and we only pay in cash. I'm like, well, sorry, I'm not going to accept cash. I'm just not, in, I am not going to travel, walk anywhere. I'm not going to walk into a bank with 150,000 euros cash in my bag. I'm not, I don't care how much money you give me. It's not going to happen. Oh, but I can, I can meet you at a bank in Monaco and I've got contacts there and I'll 
meet you at a bank and they'll put it in a deposit. I said, well, deposit's not going to do it. I need someone to verify that that's real money. <laughs> By that time, I was verify. like, <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Don't, yeah. <laughs> And by that time, I thought, no, this is this this is like is this I mean, money laundering? What is this? There's Mm-mm. not been a Bitcoin movie made yet, but I think you've just written the script. God, like oh my goodness, God, no. that is just. And it what got was scary. The point of it? What was the point? Like you he, know, what he a- wanted. Yeah. So then the point of it was, when we give you the cash, you make, you pay me my commission. So. Oh, I'm working on behalf of my Russian client. Oh, I see. But I'm going to cash. I'm going to. I'm doing you a favor, and you, I'm going to get a commission percentage for getting you such a big thing. But you have to then, because I can't tell my client that I'm getting a commission. It was just, which wow. does happen in the art world. It, that does. That is absolutely does happen a lot in the art world. It really mm-hmm. does. That's normal. The whole you know, big commission bucks, thing. commission thing. Yeah. But but he was like, the minute I give you the cash, you have to pay me in Bitcoin right there and then. Right there and then. <laughs> and I was like, uh, sorry. <laughs> Not happening. So and then the, he got so real listeners. aggressive. Yeah. Listeners, you no. have to you have to avoid. Um, I'm sure his name was like Mr. Yeah, especially Ho- artists, especially especially gal- like I don't think I was. I was kind of like, after a while, I was like intrigued as to what his game was. You know, I wanted to know what his game was, but <laughs> even I was already like ticked off with red flags all over the place. But mm. no, no. But but some artists and- that could become dangerous. Like if you actually meet mm-hmm. this person and they want your private, your twenty-one mm-hmm. seed word or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Scary. Yeah. He was he so, called Mr. Hujinikisatsov or something like that. Is is that who we have to look at? He had out a French for? accent. He had a French accent <laughs> and he called himself. <laughs> yes. Well, there you go, listeners. If any of you are movie producers, you've you've found the perfect <laughs> script. <laughs> and it's crazy. I think that's a brilliant, brilliant place to <laughs> to leave it. Um Petek, awesome. thank you so much for spending the time and what an auspicious day for us to connect and do this. <laughs> Congratulations on, on the finished piece. Um, please, Thank you so much. Please tell people where to find you. Do you have a website or your Twitter? Um, how could people find out more about you? Yeah, I'm a terrible artist. I don't have a website. I don't have Instagram. I just I don't have time for that. Um, but, you know, like I said to someone earlier on, Twitter's my playground. That's my community. That's my tribe. So you can find me there at... Um, Petek at Radar Rain. Um, and, oh, yeah, and there's this uh, Bitcoin halving event coming up on Monday, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so you can go to bitcoinhalving.com uh, and check out the schedule. And there's a, there's a slot where the artists are going to all be chatting. A few artists are going to be chatting together, and I'm going to be one of them. Wow. So that's quite exciting. Excellent. Yeah. They just asked me, so that's awesome. And that's right, uh, organized by Bitcoin Magazine. So you can look at bitcoinharving.com or bitcoinmagazine.com. Excellent. Yeah. And if you could have mm-hmm. one person, one huge influencer, look at mm-hmm. your painting, fall down the rabbit hole and share their your knowledge of Bitcoin with their audience, who would that person be and why? 
Oh my gosh, wow. Um, okay, first person who comes to mind mm. is Raul Pal and probably Dan Tapiero as well because he's into gold. Right. Um, but I don't know if they're into art. Like, I, I literally don't know. Well, Bitcoin Twitter is going um, to light them up, so oh, don't worry. <laughs> oh, who's that? Um, the other guy. I love him to bits. Um, Tim Draper. Okay. <gasps> Tim Draper. There you go. And I, again, I don't know if he's into art, so we'll see. We'll find out. We will. Mm. Bitcoin Twitter, we have, <laughs> we, have, we have three targets to get this painting in front yeah. of these guys. It's been so <laughs> nice you. talking to you, Patek. Thank you so much. They might not get on the list, though. <laughs> <laughs> She's very Maybe busy. Maybe for the nonce pattern. <laughs> Maybe for the nonce pattern yeah, next year. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks so much. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to the show. I'm sure you're all still here because that was spellbinding, something completely different in the Bitcoin space, space being the operative word. Like, it blows your mind, like really completely blows your mind. Um, talking to Petek, just... I was just mesmerized, like, you know, the, the passion she had, like, you know, the, the way this has touched her and, you know, shaped her work and the effort she's put into it. I've been following, I've been following the whole piece on, on, um, on Ravel on, on Twitter. And she does video updates, as she said in the, uh, in the commentary. And it's just been incredible to watch. And like every, every update, you're like, what? you've gone another level it just further like the painting seemed not just to draw her but also plan b as well who she was um collaborating with very closely uh throughout the whole process it i think they just got pulled further and further into the rabbit hole just doing this and think about that i mean like you know Everything that it stands for, the moon rock, the meteor shower, the, the, the shredded up dollar bills, the, the silver paper, the gold leaf paper, um, the, the, the time and effort and energy, as she spoke about, that, that went into this. Um, and this is a one-shot piece, right? It, it has everything almost about what Bitcoin is. This is, this is a one only. This is as scarce as it gets. There'll never be another, well, she says she's going to do some, you know, copies of it, but that that's going to be the one original with all of those elements in it. And yeah, like, I mean, it just stops and makes you think, doesn't it? Like, you know, what what is that going to be in one to 200 years? If it plays out as we, as we think, obviously. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it, again, um, a completely different uh, style of interview and um, really happy that uh, Petek uh, agreed to come on. Uh, she, she definitely had some nerves about coming on the show. It's not her um, usual thing to do. She has been on podcasts before um, and she said she was definitely uh, a little bit worried about putting herself out there and um, had some nerves, but uh, she settled into the interview so well and it was just a really natural conversation. Um, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Uh, reach out to uh, Petek. As she said, you can find her on Twitter. You can go and check out all of her 
previous tweets, go see the artwork for yourself. It's at Radar Rain, uh, R-A-Y-N-E. Um, and yeah, reach out to say hi. Uh, please um, connect with me on Twitter. Follow, share, comment, retweet, whatever it is you you want to do to to help support the show. And um, one last quick shout out. Thank you to uh, Obi at CoinFloor. And um, if you're UK based, this is the the most trusted exchange that you can find. Basically, that's truth because they've had six years of proof of reserves unquestioned. And um, yeah, coinfloor.co.uk slash bitten. Um, get over there and, um, you know, use the affiliate link uh, uh, to start your pound cost averaging journey and start buying some sats, very small amount of sats each week, just whatever it is you can put away uh, to start this journey down the rabbit hole. Thanks for listening, everybody. Take care. And uh, I look forward to the next show.